Lights, action, performance. It's time to showcase yourself with us. It's the Entertainment Biz Podcast. So it's Mark Simmons, comedian, joining us on the podcast for today. Hello, Mark. Wow, you just put on a professional voice. I know. Where did that that come from? (laughs) Uh, So you're in a a sunny, well, I say sunny. um, It's not quite so sunny, is it? I think I should have put a light on or something. It doesn't, it's, it's not great, is it? It's very light and breezy. I think it's really nice. Like, is it a Christmas tree behind you? It's not, but it, it's sort of, we have it all year round. So, I don't know, it might technically. Oh, it's pretty. Ah, uh, yes. We do need yeah. a bit of twinkle, don't we? A bit of um, winter sparkle. Showbiz. <laughs> so, Mark, I've got to take you back to when it all started for you for being a comedian. Have you always been a comedian? Always. Um, <laughs> that, uh, no, no, it was all by, by accident, really. How did you um, discover it then? Well, I finished university and then I started working in a gym and I bumped into a sort of a mate of a mate. And we were chatting and he'd been doing the open mic circuit in London and was telling me all about it and then just convinced me to have a go. Um, And up to that point, I hated talking in front of people like I'd never even considered it. I'd never even been to a comedy club before my first gig, which is weird, right? That is weird. You'd assume you sort of scope it out a bit, but like straight in. But it was amazing because it was like discovering this this world I didn't even know existed and it was such a buzz and I got the buzz straight away and I just haven't stopped until coronavirus sort of that's the first time I've stopped gigging sort of I doubt I've gone more than a week without a gig until this time I have to say it's quite good coming into something from a complete position of naivety because you don't know about any pitfalls. You don't know what the protocol is. You I just also don't do know it. how to write jokes, which <laughs> <laughs> so wasn't the best. <laughs> so how did that first gig go? How did that first gig go? It went fine. It, I got, I must, I've got, I've got a few laughs, which got me the buzz. So that, that the, the laughs sort of, told me that I, I was comfortable talking in front of people if there was some sort of reaction coming back to me. It was when I was at university and doing presentations and things like that, that if they were just staring, I, I, I'm uncomfortable because I don't know what they're thinking. You don't know if they're thinking, this is interesting, this is boring. Like, do you know what I mean? Whereas if they're laughing, you know they liked that bit. So that's, yeah, so, so once I got a few laughs, apparently my mate said that I was looking at the ground the whole time. Can you remember that first joke you told? Mm. See if it makes us laugh. That's why I'm trying it to. Won't. It won't. It, it definitely was bad. <laughs> um, it was before. It was. A, it was before they caught Osama bin Laden. Right. And I remember having a joke. So basically, the first I didn't have the right joke. So the first set I did was all kind of little thoughts I'd had in life. You know, you just have little th- funny thoughts. So they weren't good jokes, but I'd, I'd thought they were all all going on about. Bin Laden not being caught. And then I was like, if they looked for someone without a beard. So that was my funny thought was if you were Bin Laden and people were looking for you, just get rid of the beard. Because they always just put photos of him with a beard. So it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was one of them. 
The funniest thing is you trying to explain Roger, this why joke. are you looking at me like that? You're looking at me so critical. This was my first gig, Roger. Stop judging me. <laughs> and where was it? Downstairs at the King's Head in um, um, Crouch End. Okay. Which is great, which is a great club. It's the way a lot of people do their first gigs. You just Have, you been, have they invited you back? Not since then, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've been back loads, yeah. It's a great little club. And I stopped, I stopped playing it for a little while because I was living in Kent. And once I went full time, I couldn't go in on a Thursday just to do five minutes. It, but when I moved back to London, I, I started playing it again. It's in that lovely little room. Right. So where do you actually get your material from then? Are you I just write down what other comedians say. That's cheating then. <laughs> no. I, I just, I don't know. Um, so I do one-liners. Um, yeah, how did you develop that style? That's an interesting one. So I think that's my natural style. That's that's the nat- that's the way my brain works. When I started, I, I I tried loads of different styles. Like I was quite surreal at one point. Um, I had a so I had one joke, which was my favourite joke from then. But it was it was it was, it was, it was along this sort of the surreal line where I'd go on stage and I'd say. Um, so the other day I spent, I was trying to work, how did I start it? it was, so like, I was trying to work out how, the, hang on. <laughs> I said, I'm going to work this out now. Stage. It's been a long time. It's been, I've been doing this a long time now. So <clears throat> it's something on the lines of, the other day I was trying to work out whether I'm funnier with my hair, I had really long hair then, hair like this swept out of my face or like this and then I put it over my face. So trying to work out which is funnier. Um, so I went to a gig, so I tried a joke like this with the hair out of my face. Everyone laughed. It was brilliant. I then put it over my face and to make sure it's a fair test, I told the exact same joke. No one laughed. Right. <laughs> and then did that. So that's funny. That, that's logical, but it's quite surreal because it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd have a callback later where I would deliberately do a bit that was really weird and no one would laugh. And then I just stop halfway through, adjust my hair, and then go back into doing it. And that always worked really nicely. That was my little. But the trouble was, those I didn't have. Like my brain wasn't naturally sort of. I couldn't write surreal enough. Like I can't have the occasional good surreal bit. But to turn over the material, it just wasn't how my brain worked. And how my brain works is I spot wordplay quite easily when people are talking or watching tv and someone says something and i'm like ah oh, that, that works a different way um and then just started doing more and more of those bits and got rid of the other bits and that's that's it now that's what i do so you're known as mark simmons the one-liner that i'm known as that because that's what i called my one of my shows and then then and that worked because in edinburgh it's really hard to get an audience right if no one knows who you are so I called my first one. Of, well, it's not, it wasn't my first show, but it was it was like a reinvention of me. I called it one liner. So I'm a one liner. Everyone looked at that. They knew what I did. So if they like one liners. They came to watch the show and I was full every day. And I didn't do any flyer in. I just just that luck. Just that I called it that. So then the next year I wanted to do the same thing. And I couldn't call it one liner. So I called it one liner. <laughs> and then the following year I called it one liner row 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 and then did I do have I done three yeah so then, then it was one liner row 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 and that's where we are up to date 
you think moving forward, if we we're allowed to do it in 2021, you might kind of add maybe another wording because you're running out of ruse. No, there's no, you can't run out of ruse. You can't run out of ruse. No, you just keep, imagine though uh, you're doing it 25 years time. Well, that's my plan. My plan is it to become a, a running joke that that's a, li- a one liner. The annoying thing is I keep coming up with other ideas for show names, but I can't do them. Because yeah. I, I want to stay loyal to one liner. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of this kind of reminds me of Adele when she uh, named some of her albums like Numbers, and I think that's mm. a that's being a bit cheapskate, Mark. If I'm going to be honest with you, yeah, you don't, Roger. Why are you so critical of me all the time? We had such a bonding experience <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Beverly couldn't make it. Mm. Chatting, you were in bed, you had your cover over you, you had Shush, no clothes on. Shush, Mark, please. And we bonded, and now you're being, it's like you're playing hard to get, Roger. What are you doing? It's because the public are here, me, I'm watching, I can see, because I thought we had a thing, Mark, and now I'm really upset. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm happy with the one liner, oh, as many as you'd you. like to. <laughs> no, it's a great idea, Mark. So, what is, um, what is Edinburgh like to perform? I've been there to a couple of. Um, Edinburgh festivals and we've really really enjoyed it it's a tough old market Edinburgh isn't it um it's good if it's going well um but if if it's not it's not so 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 basically it's because it's long because you're, you're doing I mean I don't know how many days it is 25 to I don't, I don't know it's long and mm-hmm. you're doing a show every day which is your full show and then you're doing lots of other shows on top so it's quite grueling so if you so if you go up there with a week show it's not as in seven days, as in oh, uh, uh, not, not a good show. Right. Um, well, you don't horrible. have those. I, I, I've learned not to go unless I've got a good show. Right. I had one year where I still, I still think it was an all right show, but I, I was a bit more sort of daring with little bits and like right from the beginning, stuff that didn't really make sense until later. But what, so that was good structure wise, but what happened was people that didn't really know who I was would come and they'd see this weird stuff at the beginning and not buy into it. And then it was a hard struggle to get them on board after that. But, you know, I learned from that, so I won't do that again. I think that's really clever, isn't it? When you start a story and then you completely stop it and then you go on to something else and then at the end of it, you kind of tell the punchline or the funny bit. And so you have to you treat the audience like they're intelligent. Yeah, they get they get a, like a sense of satisfaction that they've understood they it. They remembered something. <laughs> have you seen me do a full show, Beverly, or have you just seen me do? I've seen you just do the sets, mm. the sets that you do. I've seen you do a few headlines. Obviously, mm. is that not that's not a complete full show? But no, maybe but... moving forward, I was going to go to Edinburgh last year, but obviously, you know, something distracted us all, so we couldn't quite do Even... that. I had a plan, but uh-huh. maybe. I don't know. What's the what's the thoughts for it for this year? Has that been confirmed or cancelled? Um, no, it's not been cancelled. It's I've applied, and I think they're they're waiting a while before they sort of make offers just to see where how the land lies. Um, mm. I think something will happen. Where is somewhere that you'd like to perform up there then? You know, being kind of an Edinburgh Festival virgin, do is there particular venues you want to go to? No, there's good <laughs> venues and bad venues. But it, I mean, there's so many, as you, it's, it's difficult to explain if you haven't been. It's like there's so many venues and there's loads of great venues and it's all sort of broken down into, I don't 
know, brands. I don't know how you describe them, but there's like the Pleasants, there's the Underbelly. And then you've got Free Fringe, which is what I do every year now. Um, and that's and I've got a lovely room that I play most years there. And it's, it's, it's brilliantly set up. It's great. People come in, they don't pay, and then they just chuck money in the bucket if they think it was good at the end. I quite right. like that format. I like that. I have to say, I have been to one of the, one show up in London where um, it was very much like that. And if you're, um, you feel that you want to contribute, you can. And if you're not able to or don't want to, then you don't have to at all. There's no obligation, isn't it? And it's kind yeah. of bringing comedy to everybody without any set fee. Yeah, so people can still enjoy it if they don't have a lot of money. And even, you know, some people haven't got the money, give a pound, is every, you know. Well, but, That's but, you hard know, for you guys, though, isn't it? Because it, this is your business. It is and it isn't, because normally if you go to Edinburgh and you go to a paid venue, you're paying, you're losing money before you've done anything. So at least this way, you're, you're not losing because you're not paying out for a venue or anything. And also in Edinburgh, the best thing you can do really is just tell other people that the show's good and then get a buzz and then more people come. Because you constantly get flyered all the time. You walk around and you could end up with about 20 flyers within the space of two minutes, can't you? So how many times have you been up there, Roger? I've been about three times, I think, now. Okay. And, uh, but you know, the, you know the right places to walk. If you don't want to be flyered, you can, yeah. you can avoid the, the main areas where they do it but you just get used to sort of being polite and saying no but you were saying about the venues every single nook and cranny is used for holding something or whatever Mm. some performing arts isn't it there which is absolutely brilliant all the caves underneath edinburgh all get used yeah cold smelly exciting atmospheric (laughs) depends on the show (laughs) okay so moving on then so you've been doing edinburgh fringe for quite a few years and you've got past your first gig with that first joke about osama and the first one but it was one of them it was one of them i don't know why i remember that no i know but there we go. That's now down, written down forever. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, you've appeared on television a few times now. Mm. Tell us about those. Tell us about um, Oh, uh, the I, journey. The tell us uh, about the journey. They got the phone call or what happened? Yeah, they send a car. Uh, <laughs> Before that bit, you pick up the phone, or you ring someone. Yeah, you, I just you just ring up the producer and say, "Can I go on what the week?" And they go, "All right." Well, I, okay, I'll try that now then, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> um, it is Beverly. Yeah, is do you not know who I am? <laughs> um, so so the, the, the producers of the show were, were doing a, a, try, a trial, different panel show, and they invited me into... Um, did they come and see me in Edinburgh first? They might have come to see me in Edinburgh first. I think that was one liner they came to see and they saw a nice one, it went well. And then they invited me in to do a run through this other panel show and they liked what I did. And then just over quite a long period of time, eventually got asked to do Mock the Week. Is it quite daunting doing telly? Yeah, the first time it is. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's just, essentially it's just a gig. Mm. It's like there's an audience, you're just doing jokes to an audience. It's just because it's on TV that you get a little bit 
nervous, but that ner- the nerves aren't bad, to be honest. I quite like, like the nerves. Like, in regular gigs now, I don't really get nervous, but but then I go to do new material gigs and I get that ner- those nerves back because you don't know if what you say is going to be funny. I quite like that buzz. Who were you on that. with then? Can you remember? Um, Dara. <laughs> yeah. Hugh. Yeah. Ed Byrne. Yeah. Ed Gamble, Maisie Adam, and Suk Ojla was the last one. And what was that? Had... That was in the summer, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that in the summer first, this year? The first one was Sophie Duker instead of Suk. What's it like when all you comedians get together then? In in like in a social situation. Yeah, you know, because you obviously you know you're not rivalries, are you? You kind of you all get on. I well, I yeah. Presume. I mean, that's what I'm really missing now is just socialising with comics and just by turning up at a gig and being in the green room and chatting and chatting through bit jokes and bits and pieces like. I do miss that, but but that's why my po- it's my podcast that I do is come in handy because during lockdown I've been able to do it basically like this. So every week I just chat to a, another comedian about jokes they can't get to work on the Jokes with Mark Simmons podcast. Go check it out now wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so that sort of kept that kind of that scratch that itch of socialising with the comics, but I do miss that. Yeah. It's good fun. You were saying yesterday as well, you'd, uh, you've been doing a couple of um, Zoom stand-ups kind of things. Um, how how does that work for you? Um, great. I like them. I refused to do them for ages when they first happened because I thought, that's not going to work. How's that going to work? And then I did a couple and the ones I did had people unmuted so you could hear their laughter. And it's just a gig. It's great. I love it. Like, I really do like them. I do them quite a lot now. Um, and my style works quite nicely because you just do a joke, they laugh, you wait till they finish laughing, you do another joke. Whereas I think if you're a, it's harder, I think if you're a storytelling comedian, because the way the computer works, if people are laughing while you're talking, the sound gets all a bit disoriented and then you miss parts of the jokes. But luckily I just do my bit. They laugh, do my bit. They laugh. Hopefully they laugh. Have you not watched any? No. no, You did a birthday party for somebody the other day, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was just me. I've done quite a few of those. Like you'd think that'd be quite weird. It's just me and six people that know each other. (laughs) Can you hear, can you hear that? Yeah. What is that? Is that your builder? Is it the builder? It's the brick here, yeah. Oh, no. That, it's real. Of... This is, this is um, yeah. podcasting 2021 style temporarily. It's all kind of involving and encompassing. That... So, yeah, you did that birthday party. So what did they do? Did they ring you up and say, Mark, do you think you could come and do yeah, a birthday well, these, party? These were a group of girls um, that I think they've been coming to my Edinburgh show since before one liner like quite a while they just come every year and then i just got a message from one of them because i think they saw that i did a zoom gig i posted about it and they said do you fancy coming on and doing the birthday party one and i did it was great fun i was only booked for 20 minutes i did about 40 just having fun that's pretty that that's really good isn't it and you can drink i mean that's one advantage is that we can all like stay at home and there's no drinking and driving or not drinking if you're driving and any of that you can just join in can you yeah do do, do you do that 
I don't drink. You don't drink at all? No, I stopped when I was 30. So, yeah, so I don't. So what, that was that last week or something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Thank you. It's, it's, it's been <laughs> two years. <laughs> Why did you stop drinking then? Um, most people just assume that it's it's like, oh, he stopped drinking. But I just, I just, I'd had enough of it. Basically, like I, I, in my twenties, I partied a lot. So when I left uni, I went straight into a job working at a university, and I was there for ten years. So you're in that lifestyle of drinking all the time. And then, oh, that's funny. My mum just poked her head back, looked panicked, and then went back again. Hi, mum. <laughs> she's gone. She's gone. She's, she's a bit camera She's shy. gone. She probably wants to come past, but she won't because she's worried that she'll be seen. <laughs> what was it with a handful of washing or something she no, could come by in the background saying he's here and i'm doing all his washing and ironing for him yeah. <laughs> i do all my own washing thanks very much and i don't iron not, not okay. a fan of ironing um i can't remember what we're talking about uh drinking you're not drinking you spent uh, yeah, the 20s yeah. drinking and so you've given up drinking so, yeah so but also it, it coincided with me going full-time in comedy and when you're like you said earlier when you're driving to gigs you can't drink. And I also find that I was finding that I needed, because I was doing a new hour every year. That's a lot of jokes and you have to write a lot because you have to get through a lot of rubbish jokes to get the good ones. Um, and I was finding that if I was hungover, I just couldn't think or couldn't write. And that would just write the whole day off. And then, I, it, and so my so I just did it for productivity really. And it, it got a lot better. So I didn't drink anymore. That's pretty good, isn't it? People I have find to... it weird on dates, or they find it uncomfortable because they want to drink, and if you're not drinking, they get all self-conscious. I know it's like with that whole internet dating thing. They go, you know, do you drink socially? Not at all, whatever. And I must yeah, admit, yeah. you sort of go, oh, they don't drink because you kind of want somebody to yeah, share yeah. a bottle of wine with. But actually, why is that an issue? Yeah, it's better for a relationship if you don't drink. I think. Do you? Yeah, because if well, it depends. If if you like people going out bins drinking, getting smashed, that's not good, is it? That's not good. But you know, <laughs> you don't have do to do that the whole time. Do naughty things that they shouldn't do. Yes, exactly, exactly that. Are you trying to reveal something to us, Bev? No, <laughs> you're an alcoholic or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've cut down my drinking this year, and we are on what January the such and such nineteenth. Because <laughs> I can't go out exactly that now. You only drink a lot no. if she's ugly on your date <laughs> to get through it. <laughs> Is that the voice of God? That was the voice of God speaking. <laughs> that was a, we can't see. Yeah, um, I've got I've got an idea here. I don't know. I'm, it's a little bit random. Do you fancy? Um, um, I thought we'd do this thing called a mad minute, and I'll just ask you, um, give you. Um, Are you going to give the one-liners like Mark would do then? No, I'm not going to. Say? Actually, you do. You do. Actually, you do do that, Mark, don't you? Sometimes you go right. Let's well, test out the jokes. That. Yeah, I was just suddenly thinking. But no, um, if I uh, what I'd like to do is ask you some questions, but you choose the questions by the number. So I've got between. This is how I do gigs. Actually, online, I say give me a number, and I do a corresponding of my new jokes. Oh wow! Okay, um, there's a happy coincidence. So Ooh. I've got between one and twenty-one, Blimey. and 
And uh, Roger, do you want to put the timer on as soon as... Um, Is it like quick fire? I've got to answer one word answers. You've got to answer, yeah. We can't have like long-winded because it's only a minute. It's called a mad minute. So if you'd like to do <laughs> I'm that... I'm ready when, when you are. Right. Okay, then. So we have between 1 and 21. What's your first one? 1. If you could eat only one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, um, oh, I don't know why, but in my head, are you in crumpets? But I don't know why. Next question. Oh, two. Next question. Favourite colour? Blue. Three. One piece of advice you like to live by? Um, work hard. Four. four. Oh, four. Okay. Favorite takeaway? Oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, um, oh, there's so many. 15 seconds, Mark. Come on. Um, uh, Indian. 10, 9. Right. Quick. Next one. 7. 4. 7. Are you left or right handed? Right. 8. Time is up. Oh, that was intense. And I knew all the answers. It's like, a, it's like an intense quiz, yet I knew all the answers. So I shouldn't... They're the easiest answers because I just make them up. It's not like you knew the right answers and I could get them wrong, yet I'm still panicking. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, yeah. So crumpets is your all-time favourite no. food. <laughs> not, it's nonsense. But I panicked. It's the first question. I panicked and I can see the kitchen where the crumpets go. And I think I just went crumpets. Nonsense. That wouldn't okay. be the worst thing in the world, as long as you've got something to put on them. Because that way, yeah. if, you, if you could have lots of different things on them, you could have, you could have, you know, your jams, that's your fruit, that's like a dessert. You could have some cheese, that's like a main. Yeah, so you're fine. You don't have to validate yeah. Yeah, it at all. Cheese on crumpets. <laughs> If there was a judicator, I would say, no, you can't have crumpets, but there you go. But Why on. can't you have crumpets? No, you can have crumpets, but he reckons you can probably just have crumpets full stop because you yeah. didn't say crumpets with cheese or marmalade or cherries. So you just uh, said crumpets. So that's the only food you can eat for the rest of your life because that's your favourite food. We were on a time. But you're a nice guy, we're Mark, so I'll let you off. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Maybe you need to come back again, Mark, and ask some other question, answer some other questions. That'd be fun. I like a mad minute. I thought that's pretty good. It's really, you know, it's harder for me because I had to think of the questions. Yeah, yeah, in advance. I had to do some work. Yeah. I actually had to do some oh, no, in advance research. Yeah, it's a change for Beverly to do some work, but there you go. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, okay. Someday. So, Mark, when can we Something see going you? On there, isn't there? <laughs> when can we see you performing again, or have you got any dates? I don't know. You can see me perform online. I'm go I do uh, semi-regular Zoom gigs, which is basically just me and probably a, a mate doing a bit. But I'm, I'm currently writing the next one. So once I've written enough jokes, I'll be doing that. So if you follow me on social media, at Jokes with Mark, and then let me know that you'd like to see the show, I can you give me your email and I'll send you the email when it happens. Are you going to be writing jokes about us too? About you too. Yeah. No, writes itself with you two. <laughs> double act. Yeah, it's lovely. What would you call your double act? Roger and Bev. Yeah. Uh. 
<laughs> There's nothing exciting about that. <laughs> you actually called it that. No. We're not actually a double act, are we? No, no not at all. Not yet. We're a skilled, professional set of people. <laughs> and check out my podcast, At Jokes with Mark Simmons, it's called. No, it's not. It's, called, it's just called Jokes with Mark Simmons. The app Jokes with Mark Simmons. Media. Okay. Yeah, I think what, what Mark has is a problem with answering questions about things he knows about. He's fine if he knows nothing. <laughs> so check out your podcast. What's it called again, Mark? Jokes with Mark Simmons. Well done. Fantastic. It's Absolutely. been really great fun talking to you, Mark. Yeah. Thank you very well, much. I'm glad it's over already. And I know. Well, you'll have to come back if you're happy to. Come back in the spring or the summer. I'll come back every day if you want. I've got nothing on. Nothing has to do. Well, you, we saw you. Well, some of us saw you yesterday. Yeah. That was creepy, to be honest. But, mm. Well, you I didn't like it under the duvet. duvet. Mm. I, I wish I'd known and I'd have prepared. You know, I'd have got my own duvet. <laughs> I'd have done it in bed. It just felt weird that you were in bed and I wasn't. I felt, you know. Next week then? What about next week? Is this a date next week? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was joking. <laughs> let's make a plan for another occasion and i'm and you you can just practice your skills and the things I'll, I'll that you know about quicker yeah we're, we're not that a, important well, i've got to learn to read the questions quicker and you have to answer your answers make, make it a mad 10 minutes no because a mad minute certainly sort of hit the nail on the head this time <laughs> <laughs> thank you mark it's been really lovely and really My informative pleasure. bye yeah. everyone thanks mark bye Hey, thanks for listening. We very much hope you've been entertained. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Entertainment UK. You'll find all our podcasts at buzzpodcast.co.uk.